G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. The point is, is that the reason that they were so rock solid on doing this, they knew that they knew they had to get it right and be obedient to God. So by the time you get to the arrival of the Samaritans, they're all intermarried. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith, with Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. We've spent quite a bit of time learning about the different religious groups within the Jewish world. There's one ethnic group in Israel mentioned in the Bible that we haven't talked about that is really interesting and most definitely have a Jewish connection. They are the Samaritans. On this program, we're going to find out who they were, where do they come from, and why there's so much animosity towards them by the Jewish community. Yeah, they're a very fascinating group of people. And I can remember years ago reading scripture and thinking, I could never figure out why that animosity was there. It was only over, you know, recent years learning more about who these particular groups are and how they came about that I thought, oh, okay, well, I can see where the animosity came, yet I still don't quite understand it. I, mm. It's still, like, a bit foreign to me. Yeah. Although, having said that, we are a bizarre people, really, in that we automatically have, and I'm, and it's not racism, but it's you're a different person, you mm. look different, you sound different, you have yeah. a different background. Well, so I guess I, I would refer to that as tribalism, which is yeah. sort of what you've alluded to there. Yeah, and when you're talking Middle East, tribes is very much the way that yeah. you would describe yeah. them. So, yeah, there's some fascinating reasons as to why the Jewish community 2,000 years ago felt the way they did about the Samaritans. They certainly don't think that that way now. Well, of course, there are a couple of stories in Scripture, in the New Covenant, that uh, mentioned Samaritans, and we would be very familiar with both of them. Obviously, the Samaritan woman mm-hmm. who had a fantastic conversation with Jesus, the woman at the well. And then, of course, the parable of the Good Samaritan. In both cases, we see, obviously, that the Jewish community is very much looking down their noses at the Samaritans. You know, they don't like uh, the Samaritan people at all. No, they don't. So you kind of have to figure out, well, who are the Samaritans? So I guess a bit of a history lesson is probably important. If you go back in Israel's history, after Solomon, King Solomon died, his son Rehoboam came to the throne and he was a very foolish, very unwise king, so foolish that the nation actually split in two with the 10 Jewish tribes in the north becoming Israel, the northern kingdom, and the two remaining tribes in the south becoming Judah, the southern kingdom. The northern kingdom of Israel did not have a single good king. Uh, They were all wicked, all embraced idolatry and paganism, and God actually used many, many prophets to warn them to repent and turn around. They didn't, and they were conquered by the Assyrian Empire. And what was notable about the Assyrians is that they understood in real terms what divide and conquer means. They Mm. would conquer, then they would take the bulk of the population and disperse them throughout the empire, and then... Other members of their empire, they would then send to that conquered land. So they literally did divide Mm. and conquer. And then, of course, you've got intermarrying, and therefore you end up with mixed marriages. So the remaining Jews that were in the north 
would intermarry with the conquering nations that came in. And of course, as they're dispersed, the Jews in the diaspora, they would intermarry. And therefore, you have a lessening of the Jewish bloodline in those 10 northern tribes. Now, before they were conquered, you had some people who didn't like the paganism in the north from all of the tribes. They migrated down to the south. And some people in the south who wanted all of that paganism, Mm. they migrated and went north. So you still have remnants of all the tribes but all those living in that northern kingdom, they all got mixed. So I guess that's a reason the Jewish people in ancient times despised the Samaritans because of the fact that they had, you know, that I guess, the mixed bloodline. But why was that so important to them? Well, remember how you go back even further to the 70 years of Babylonian captivity. And then after that was finished, you had about 50,000 Jews were allowed to return to their homeland to rebuild the city of Jerusalem and the temple. Remember, that was during the days Mm. of Nehemiah and Ezra. And then the leaders were actually faced with a moral and lawful dilemma because God had actually forbidden intermarriage. Okay, So while the, the Jewish men were living in the Babylonian, the Persian exile, they actually did intermarry. They married lots of foreign wives. And God had strictly forbidden it. And the reason that he forbade it was because he said, if you marry foreign wives, you will go after and worship their gods. Mm. You'll be so influenced by them that you'll forget the God of your fathers and you will go after them. Then you will bring judgment on yourselves because you'll be in idolatry. Yeah, that's right. So it wasn't that God was a racist. It was that he just understood how that works. And we see this in Deuteronomy chapter 7. Uh, The first four verses, it says, When the Lord your God brings you into the land where you're entering to possess it and clears away many nations before you, the Hittites, Girgashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, seven nations greater and stronger than you. And when the Lord your God delivers them before you and you defeat them, then you shall utterly destroy them. You shall not make a covenant with them and show no favor to them. Furthermore, you shall not intermarry with them. You shall not give your daughters to their sons, nor shall you take their daughters for your sons, for they'll turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and he'll quickly destroy you. And the thing is, it wasn't that God didn't love those foreign people. He did. He he planned on sending his son to die for them all. So true. He just knew that the influence... Here's a fun fact for everybody. Women have amazing influence over the men in their lives. Okay, now does that make them terrible? No, it's just a fact. Mm. Men want to please their wives. Women want their men to please them. Yeah. They wa- And women are very coercive. God knew this. He said, mm. no, you are to marry within your own people mm. because otherwise your hearts are going to be turned away. Look at Solomon. Yeah. Perfect example. So I guess then these men who'd intermarried in exile had a huge decision to make. Oh, you know what? It was actually catastrophic. When you read the account, honestly, your heart would break over it because when they, remember when they all came out and all the people stood, they stood for like a whole day while the law was read Mm. out. They were in awe of, of it. But what came out of that was God saying, don't intermarry, no foreign wives. And there they all were, so many of them with foreign wives and children. Mm. And then they had a decision to make. Yeah. And it was gut-wrenching. And they made it. Mm. I mean, can you, can you imagine you're married, you love your wife, you've got all your children, 
and suddenly you have to put them aside mm. and say, I, I can't because I, I can't, as a nation, we can't afford to go down this road. This is how we ended up being in exile in the first place because yeah, right. we hadn't obeyed God. Mm. And, and they did it, Robbo. Mm. And it was horrendous. If you read it, the the heartache in those pages. I mean, you're married. Yeah. I'm yeah, married. Can't even begin to imagine. No. But the, the point is, is that the reason that they were so rock solid on doing this, they knew at the, they knew they had to get it right and be obedient to God. Mm. So by the time you get to the arrival of the Samaritans, they're all intermarried. Mm. So to the Jewish mind, what had been a tearing and a wrenching at a previous time in history that cost them everything in order to make sure that they retained the purity of the Jewish line, so to speak. I know that sounds racist. It's not meant to be. It was just that's what God had commanded them. And all of a sudden, they're now face-to-face with their brethren who'd actually gone and done that very thing. Mm, They'd actually intermarried with all of the different uh, peoples that that at that point had made up the Assyrian Empire, which was a brutal empire, I might add, as well. Well, that's a quick look at the reason for the animosity, but we're going to learn next time more about the Samaritans and their culture. That's next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.